Good Monday morning, everyone. Uh, Kip Harris here. Welcome to our VRA midday video cast. Uh, markets down, uh, Dow's down 10 points. Big comeback there already. NASDAQ's still down 100. But if you're with us last week, this is when the story really started. It got interesting. We had a brutal bear market. Everybody knows that. A 20% loss in SP 100, 30% loss in NASDAQ, 30% loss plus in the small caps and semiconductors. And then Thursday happened. What happened Thursday? Some really important things, I believe. We actually called, I called today, I think, I think the bottom may yet be in. And I I know I made fun of people saying it would happen this week. I think you're going to hear a lot of people saying it this week. And we might have a retest. We might have a double bottom. Most stocks have hit their lows, I believe. Uh, I'll tell you why I say that. Fear and Greed Index on Thursday hit six, right? We talked about that last week. That's a back of the truck reading. But it wasn't just that. All of these indexes, for example... Uh, these readings are just in incredible, really. Uh, in the SP 500, uh, on thir Thursday's close, only 29% of all stocks in the SP 500 were above the 200-day moving average. That, that's historically, uh, that's historically like excessive bearishness. But it gets very interesting when you look at Nasdaq. Nasdaq, <clears throat> as of Thursday's close, 9.8% of all stocks were above the 200-day moving average, folks. How, 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 how excessive uh, bearish is that? You got to go, we only had two worst readings in the history, at least going back 20 years, right? Those were the lows of coronavirus insanity, March 23rd of 2020, and the lows of the financial crisis in March of 2009. Those are the only two times that NASDAQ readings have been worse. As a contrarian, uh, that tells you, you, you we, we can't be short-term bearish. It's not, it's not possible. If you're in grid index plus these readings, and there's many more things. Let me cover a few. Last week, the selling levels in passive funds, the ETF selling pressure, reached a low we hadn't seen, again, since the lows of coronavirus insanity. That's the forced selling that we saw. That's, that's what was driving the markets lower, right? Day after day after day. Forced selling because these, these ETFs, of course, are now the trading vehicle of choice for pretty much everybody, including money managers, hedge funds, etc. Uh, it's the contrary, and you want to go the other way. And this is big. Kathy Wood's names, right? The, the innovation stocks destroyed. We all know this, right? But did you know that as of last week, the selling that's taken place in these stocks, again, Kathy Wood's, ARC funds, innovation stocks, those stocks have been hit worse than the internet stocks were hit at the dot bomb blow up. So that's the parallel. If you're looking for a blow up bottom, that's the parallel. Could it get worse? Sure. Will it? These are extremes. These are big extremes. At the same time, Again, on Thursday, all, all four of our major indexes hit extreme oversold on steroids in the VRA investing system uh, at the same time. Uh, that's rare. It doesn't happen often. It happened on Thursday. It's another sign, again, of excessive bearishness. The rubber band is stretched too far. Got to go the other way. So at minimum, we started calling on Thursday, Friday for a significant major bear market rally. I think we're going to get that. The internals today are positive, even when... At the lows today, when uh, Dow was down close to 200, NASDAQ was down 160, 170, and we've come off those lows now. Still, then, the internals were positive. Advanced decline and up-down volume were positive. Folks, that's a major, major character change. That's a major pattern change from what we've been seeing, not just for the first last few weeks, really the last few months. If it continues, it, it won't just be Kip Herridge, right, and a few others saying, okay, we got to pay attention to this. It'll be everybody. And, you know, I, I predicted this morning that by Wednesday or Thursday, this rally would be so strong 
that we'll have a lot of people, the talking heads on financial uh, mainstream media, will be saying, you know what? We, we may have seen the lows. Again, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm about 65, 70% the lows are in place. But I think for most stocks, the lows are in place. Add to that, you know, bonds just had the worst sell off in history. TLT, the, the, the 20 year bond ETF, down 25% for the year. Uh, you mean, there's no safety anywhere. It's been a liquidity led sell off. Thank you, Federal Reserve. Thank you, Jay Powell. They cannot, they cannot sell $3 trillion in government debt. The markets know this. The markets are telling them right now, try it. Good, try it. You think you, you like the yields at 3% of the 10-year? What about 6 or 7 or 8%? Because that's where they're going if the Fed gets crazy trying to, to offload their debt. It's not going to happen. This is financial engineering. It's the system. This is what we have. We are stuck with this. And I, I believe that the, the Fed knows this. And I think what we're looking at here is a reset uh, as they continue with quantitative easing and as they can continue with the financial engineering that our masters of the universe uh, love to do so much and have since they started in 2008, 2009. All right, folks, uh, again, Dow Jones is down 13 now. Again, still have good internals. Um, looking for a rally this week. And if that changes, we'll let you know. Always appreciate you watching. Join us for the close uh, for our podcast uh, just after the market wrap. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.